Hey guys, welcome back to The Porch. This is The Porch Podcast, and I'm sitting here tonight. You forgot Project. That's The Porch Project Podcast. And <laughs> if you are new here, or if this is your first time tuning in, sorry to disappoint you and let you down. We will not be teaching you how to build a porch, but what this is is a podcast of a couple of pastors and preachers sitting around a table, just having conversations about life and various topics. I do want to apologize to you all for those of you who have been sitting on the porch with us for you know a couple of months now we did have about a two month yeah we, we essentially ghosted everybody we, for two months we ghosted them and um yeah that that was pretty bad and we we do want to uh, apologize for that that was uh bad on our side but uh, just so that everyone knows kind of exactly what happened with all that, we uh, we we had a lot of a lot of technical, difficulties. <laughs> lot of technical difficulties, scheduling difficulties, uh, holiday Holidays. difficulties. Um, there was a lot of stuff there, and so um, and I mean, if we're being honest, there was just a little bit of ignorance on our part too, like the time that we were recording and none of the microphones were turned on because let's face it this is our yeah. first ever podcast and we are learning as we go so we do appreciate your graciousness as you do listen to us yeah um and and we're still learning and uh you're it, even in at this point we've changed how we're recording so if it sounds a little funky here and there um we apologize we're, we're still trying to get used to this whole setup and um, what exactly we got going on. So, um, yeah, it was, it, it was just kind of a I mean, bad it was, time. It really was. It was, it, it was one thing after another. Uh, you know, really, really going back to Thanksgiving, I think the last podcast that we posted was released on December 4th, which just so you guys know kind of how this all works on our side, we typically try and record a week or two in advance. So, you know, we did have Thanksgiving mixed in there, which was when we were recording for the last one that was posted on December 4th. Then with December and Church World, that is like, I mean, it's like our Super Bowl. You know, we've got Christmas Eve services, and we've got Christmas caroling, and we've got year-end giving pledges, and we've just got a ton of things going on. So, you know, that, that took a pretty big toll on us. And did take a lot of our time and then new years rolled around and we were super busy with just new beginning stuff and then we had the technical difficulties but the good news is it's it's february now all of those wrinkles and kinks seem to have been ironed out and we're we're just happy and glad to be back so we do we do appreciate your uh like i said we do appreciate your grace and understanding we're back from our sabbatical or hiatus and we are we're ready to get this thing back up off the ground. The Wright Brothers' first flight lasted like 34 seconds. Our first flight for the, the podcast lasted like six episodes. So <laughs> eventually we'll get to the point where we can make long international flights. And uh, Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's a time thing. You know, it's, we, we are new. None of us came into this as professional podcasters who knew everything about what we were supposed to be doing so it is uh definitely been one of those things that we are we're in the learning process and we appreciate it you know that y'all have stuck with us in in our learning process and how everything's been going um 
and we're committed. I mean, I think that's the that's the big thing to say. We hope that we will not leave you uh, in the midst of a drought again without having to hear an episode. Um, but we are committed. We do want to continue this thing. Nobody's nobody's technically left, um, though. Uh, Wes, it is just me and you tonight. We're holding down. As Wes said earlier, I'm the captain and he's the anchor because he's been here every episode. I'm batting 1,000 right now. <laughs> I've not missed a single episode. So for that, Will, you're welcome. Well, I do, definitely do appreciate that. Um, you know, and, and like I said, as far as uh, as far as everything goes, everybody's still committed. Um, we, we have Elijah who is new. Um, he'll be bringing a new perspective. He, uh, that, I think we kind of, well, I don't know that we actually introduced him. I think that episode was recorded. That was one of the ones with the microphone issues, I believe. Yep. I believe so. And so he, uh, Elijah, to be honest, I don't even know that they know about Elijah. Probably not. Because I'm trying to think, I, I, I really don't think so. Because he came after the prayer episode. Yeah, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't so have heard they anything about met him. Elijah yet. So, uh, there you go. We we've given you a new character in the in on the, the story. So you'll be able to to hear his voice and and listen to him. Uh, the Reverend Doctor Bishop Christopher Bates is is still with us. Uh, hopefully he is here in spirit with us tonight, although not in person. And the same for William Pap Finley. Uh, I mean, he lives in Central, and we're in exactly. we're in Greenville right now, so yeah. we can't be too mad at him. Can't be too upset, especially when uh, when the text messages don't go out. That's on my my end. The text didn't go out till very late this evening, so or this afternoon. So uh, yeah, can't can't hate on him too much for that. Um, I, I am a little bit upset that he wasn't here because I figured I could say we had the W team here. Will, Will, and Wes. <laughs> I also feel like that, that that should be the name of a, a law office somewhere. Uh, Will, Will, and Wes, attorneys at law. We we do uh, personal injury claims and uh, you know something like that. <laughs> but um, hopefully uh, the next episode they will all be back around the table with us. Of course, Duncan, uh, Babyface Duncan. Um, we, as we have said in the past, uh, he. He is uh, a very busy man. Um, he is, I would say he's the most important amongst us all, but he has the most going on amongst us all. Uh, well, I don't know. Wes just kind of made a funky <laughs> face. Maybe he doesn't have the most according to Wes. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying the man's going through college, leading worship, leading youth. He's he's trying to plan a wedding and uh, coaching, a, I think it's a elementary or middle school girls basketball team and um and yeah all that fun stuff so if pap were here he might be able to drive the wambulance <laughs> for duncan <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because pap works three full-time jobs too pap, pap does pap does he is he's got a lot going on too and that's probably why he's not here um, he might be, be on the wambulance right now he might be on the wambulance right now um it really is such a like they put the wrong two to bring this thing back. <laughs> we are we are off our rockers right now. <laughs> we are off the well, we've been off the rockers for so long. <laughs> it's it's 
it's kind of like training wheels on a bicycle. Sometimes exactly. you just have to reacclimate yourself. Exactly. But the good news is we do have uh, a lot of good ideas. Um, we, we have used our time wisely, and, and we have put our, our brains together and come up with some new topics and some new conversations that we will be bringing to you guys here shortly. And really, that's that's kind of going to be the diving board that we're going to use just to allow us to, to kind of dive into the conversation for tonight. And really, we just want to have a brief conversation about how, you know, even the best plans yeah. can fall through. They, they definitely can. I, I do want to uh, just take a step back to um, just to the prayer episode. And the reason I want to do that is for those who have li listened to the prayer episode, Wes said thanks. We will continue in our spiritual discipline series uh, at the beginning of that episode where he's talking about prayer. Y'all were supposed to have an episode prior to the prayer. That was one of those where we had technical issues with a, a microphone and half the conversation didn't get, didn't get recorded. Um, but I did want to just go ahead and just let them know that if they were looking for those those uh, spiritual discipline episodes coming forward, um, that we have decided to pause that series for the time being um, just because of everything that kind of happened. Um, so, yeah, going forward, we do have some great ideas. There's some cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, and I'll, I'll let you continue your lead-in. Yeah, well, the lead-in is pretty much done. Uh, but, but, you know, back to where we're at right now, like I was saying, the, the best plans can fall through, um, and, and that can really be applicable or uh, apply to any area of your life. You know, there's an old saying that says you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather, and I, I think the point of that quote or saying is, you know, just, just what we're talking about, despite all of our best efforts, despite our energies, despite any of those things, there are still occasionally things that are beyond our control that can shipwreck or knock you off your rocker. And that's kind of what, what we've experienced. You know, we did start off with with really some apologetics and uh, really justification as to, to why we're in the place that we're at right now. But But I guess the simple truth is things just happen sometimes. Things happen that are beyond your control, and, and that's not an excuse for you to be ill-disciplined or lazy or not put your best foot forward or any of those things. But, you know, sometimes things happen that are beyond your control. Like, you know, for me, I think you guys may remember in, in previous podcasts, one of the things that, that I've talked about and even one of the, one of the things that Chris has said about me is I'm a, a, a super disciplined person. Like, I'm, I'm structured, I'm routine, I have order that I follow, just a lot of those type things that that make me who OCD I am slash well, type a you're right I, you're, I mean I'm just being honest I mean yeah it was kind of a dig but at the same time like I'm just being honest it I, I'm just being honest too and and that is true but you know I leave from my house to go to work at the same exact time every single morning and despite my preparedness and preparation and discipline and all those things the other day I was like 45 minutes late to work because there was an accident on 85. No fault of mine. There was there was nothing that I could have done differently. But 
but you know it, it happened I was an hour or, or however however late I was to work so I think the the takeaway for for that for me is what can I do different about it so that it doesn't happen again well the solution for me was to start pre-planning my trip to work so you know I live 30 minutes away from my workplace so I downloaded a couple of navigational apps before I leave my driveway I put in my work address and then I start looking at the the route that I'm going to be taking and you know there are some really cool apps out there that will tell you if there are roadblocks or traffic jams or anything like that so before I ever even leave my driveway I'm seeing if there are any of those hindrances along the way so that I don't run into that same issue that, that I ran into the other day where even though there was there was or it was of no fault of my own that I was late to work because of an accident that backed up all of 85 there are still ways that you can improve yourself inside you know in, inside of all that and that's kind of yeah that's kind of where we're at you know I don't want anyone to think that we've just sat on our hands and you know taken an taking a mentality of you know it is what it is too bad yeah. so sad because yeah. no I mean it it did bother us that you know it, it, we went six it, or eight weeks yeah, without I posting mean, anything yeah. but what we've done is is we've adjusted we've improved we've we've came together we've we've revisited a lot of different things we've scrapped some things we've improved some things we've added some things all in hopes to bring you guys more quality content on a regular consistent basis yeah completely uh, and you, just like you said it, it, it makes me think of you know when Jesus is talking and he's, he, he's talking about providing and why do we worry and gets into the anxiety and he says you know why do you worry you can't even control you know the color hair on your head you know or no hair or no hair in Wes's case um, but it makes me think like we for all intents and purposes, we were set to go. Like we had episodes we had recorded and everything. And when we left our uh, dungeon, as Wes put it, uh, in, at West Kent, like we, we were set to go with the next episode. And it, it just it fell through for whatever reasoning, you know, whatever took place. We we didn't have all the episodes, but we you know we were trying to get them out and. But just things took place that, that delayed that, held that off, and pushed that back. And, and things happened where we had to scrap things and things like that. And it happens with just our, our daily lives, like you were talking about, Wes. I mean, it, it, it really is one of those things where I, I'm not necessarily the best of planners. I don't plan very well a lot Slacker. of times. Slacker. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's one of those. <laughs> but I, I am one of those where, like, I, I like to have my schedule, you know, like know what's kind of going forward and, and what's about to come because I'm not one who likes surprises per se. Yep. And and so with that, like, we we have to realize that in the world that we live in and, and the way uh, the cursed, as I, I've heard it talked about with, with pastors and, and even in our men's breakfast, you know, our speaker, he kept saying, Know, that's because of the curse, you know, talking about different things. Um, and it really is because our lives and the way they look and the things that happen, sometimes it's 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 outside of our control. Sometimes God's got his hand on it. 
he may not have ever wanted those episodes that we recorded to go That's out. true. And and because of that, he put he 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 didn't put obstacles in the way. He didn't allow things to take place like they were supposed to. It could have been attacks. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be that guy who's like Sage is after me, but at the same time, it could have very well have been sure. You know, some some kind of evil thing. Sometimes it has nothing to do with it. It's man's choice. I mean, that's that's the thing about free will, and we don't really know why the episodes didn't go out, and we don't really know why things happen in our lives. When we look at different things, we say, well, why does this take place? And, and we've talked about it when we talked about the Job episode. Like, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Like, we don't know why. Like, sorry, it's one of those things. But sometimes, but not sometimes, Every time there is a reason and there is a purpose for it, whether that is God trying to grow us and make us stronger and, and continue to push us forward and persevere, or whether that's God trying to hold us back and say, hey, it's not the right time. You don't need to do this yet. We don't know. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually reading a book right now. Uh, it, it's called Greater, and the book is, or, or the premise of the book is basically living into the greater life that God has called you to and, and what, what it's talking about is how all too often we settle for mediocrity or we just fall into the trap of the mundane and you know we we just go through the motions without ever seeking you know a, a higher purpose or a higher calling uh, it, it, this particular book talks about Elisha and when God called him you know at that point in time when God called him through the prophet Elijah, he was plowing fields. That, like, that's what he was doing. He was just out plowing fields, and then Elijah came to him, and he took his his royal cloak off and put it on the shoulders of Elisha, and basically at that point said that he was going to be his successor, and he was going to kind of pick up where he left off. But Elisha never would have seen that coming. Like, he just had no idea what God had planned or in store for him, but because of his willingness to pursue and follow God, and based on his own personal discipline to do the things that he felt in his heart to be right, I mean, he went on to do incredible, miraculous things. And, you know, that that could be where we're at. You know, we, we could be on a path to do greater things. We just have to make that decision to be obedient, to listen to the voice of God to seek God and all that we do and all that we say we have to you know be be aware of his presence and the way that we can be aware of his presence is through prayer is through scripture reading is through all of those spiritual disciplines that we kind of left off talking about weeks and weeks ago so I mean who knows this this could have been an opportunity for us to to grow and really develop more into the men that God is calling us to be so that we can better care for the people that are tuning in to listen to this. Oh yeah. I mean and that's the that's the cool thing and the amazing thing about about just life in general when it comes to that is sometimes you just don't know and and then later on down the road you get to look back at those moments and it's like you know I see it now. Yeah. I see what God was doing. I, I see what was taking place. Because he already knows. He already knows. And it's like we get that, 
I mean, I guess the saying is hindsight's twenty twenty, you know, and so we get that glimpse back and see God's hand in that. And and sometimes we don't always get to see it during that process. And it Well, matter of fact, I, I think in that book there was a quote that said something along the lines of sometimes God says no to show you how you can grow. Meaning, you know, you can you can have all these plans you can pray all these prayers, you can have all these wants and desires inside of you, but God tells you no. And at that time, it is a pivotal moment because you can either choose to become bitter or angry towards God, or you can turn your back on him and give up praying or give up seeking him or, or whatever the case may be. Or you can use that as an opportunity to grow your faith and realize that that you do have to rely on him and, and like we've already said you have to realize that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts but we have to submit to his will and position ourselves so that we follow him and pattern ourselves after him so that we can get to that eventual greater place or life or whatever it is that, that he's calling us to because to your point he already knows like he knows the end for us we're just you know we're just steps along the way oh yeah yeah and and I, me personally i will say that i'm that i'm that type of person where a lot of times god's slow me down um and, and i i don't say that like in a negative way i needed to be slowed down because if I have a, if if I feel like God's calling me in the direction to go, like when He called me into the ministry, like He was calling me into a direction, He wanted me to to step into ministry. Well, I'm zero to a thousand, as you know that well. <laughs> this is the efficient evangelist. The efficient evangelist. He can preach a whole message in a in thirty minutes, start to end. Start to end. Well, I don't I don't have all that filler stuff. <laughs> Listen, when you when you come when you come to the restaurant that I serve at, we we don't give the the bread or the chips to, to tie you over to the meal come, son. We're we're those quick ones. But um, but sometimes it's just about the ambiance and the experience. No, uh, uh, no, not not in my restaurant. There's no I mean, there's no ambiance what, or experience. What you're saying is you're like the cookout of preaching. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the drive-through man. Sometimes you gotta you gotta just sit down and smell the roses. Sometimes, sometimes bask in the glory, and that that's what you and Chris are for. <laughs> We're like the halls, exactly. halls chop house or Roots Chris. Yeah, the one where you spend like three hours to have one meal. That's right. Yeah, that's way too long. Those Let's memorable see. moments. I've got more important things to do. <laughs> Now that we we've been talking about restaurants, um, yeah, but like I mean, I'm sorry, Will, you're not no, cookout man. You're you're at least Chick Fil A. I, I mean, I don't mind that comparison. I mean, it's hard to beat. Speaking of that, that's what I have for dinner tonight, and uh, they are efficient and fast, efficient and, and friendly fast. and Christian and Christian. They're you. Yeah, they're you. <laughs> 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 Gotta love when you've been compared to a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Except you may have three pickles instead of two. Uh, exactly. Which I, I'll just 
<laughs> we're chasing this rabbit, but it might as well. Um, I'll just say that they can have their pickles. I'm okay without the pickles. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'll, but I always gotta have. I gotta have my cheese on there. It's gotta be a slice of cheese. You know, you can't just go pepperoni chicken sandwich. I mean, you can. You, yeah, but they've they've built an empire off plain chicken sandwiches. True, but let's just be honest. You were gonna talk about ambiance and all this other stuff, like. Let's just say that flavor palette wise, you gotta have the cheese. I mean, they, they, I mean, there's just no other option. If you had to have it, then it would come standard on on the sandwich. I think they just it wouldn't be an add-on. I think they do that for allergies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I could say that because my daughter can't have the cheese. <laughs> That's why you get the cheese, just because you don't want to share a sandwich with her. No, 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 no. Well. She did steal half of my fries <laughs> But as I was saying, <laughs> so we get off out of this rabbit hole. Um, as I was saying, I, I am that type of person where it's zero to a thousand. Like I'm, I'm head first, you know, take off, don't slow down. But that's not always the best to be, because in doors opening and things like that, sometimes they're not open. Sometimes it's not that time. The timing's wrong. The timing's off. And so, I, I don't, I don't want us to to sit here tonight and, and make it completely about like something occurred outside of just the norm. Sure. Because I don't want I don't want people to think well like they're just making an excuse, but because it's really not an excuse, but it is something that occurred outside of what our hopes and plans were. And I think when it comes to life in general, yeah, you're going to experience that all the you're time. You're going to experience that. Like you have hopes and plans, and you want this thing to happen and that thing to happen. And sometimes it's just not going to take place. And with that perspective in mind, like you kind of have to be ready to roll with the punches. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, while that's going on, if we're talking from a spiritual standpoint. There it is. There it is. First one in eight weeks. I know. Um, if we're talking about that, then we have to also understand that even though we are in a holding pattern where we're not actually moving forward or there's been bumps or there's been things, God hasn't left us. Yep. God's still on the throne. He still knows the end game. He still knows what's going to take place. He's still in charge of everything. And we can't leave him behind or blame him or walk away from him. And and I will we're going to get a whole bunch of rabbits. Sorry, I just but I will say that Christianity in a whole, as a whole there's a lot of times that people leave the church because of things like that. Mm-hmm. The plans didn't go their way. It didn't happen like they thought it was going to. God didn't do all this stuff like they were hoping. And because of that because they might have been in a holding pattern or God shut a door on something they really wanted instead of taking it as, hey, God's not allowing me to do this for a reason or this is not taking place for a reason. They took it as, well, God just left me. Well, and I think we, yeah, and and, and that's, that's really good because I, I think a lot of times people fall into the trap of trying to fit God into a tiny little box because that's that's the way our minds work. That's the way we comprehend things. Like we think that God 
is this and God is this way and that God behaves in, in certain ways and you know demonstrates certain behaviors but that what we know and understand of, of him is is so minimal and so minute yeah. he is so much bigger so much greater so much wiser stronger so much you know he, he's so far beyond us that that we do we we try and just box him into this little little square of our own understanding and, and, and he exceeds those expectations and understandings a thousand times over um yeah and that that's the human nature it is we all we want to know everything we want to have the knowledge of everything and then you have god who sits outside of this and it's like well we've got to box him in like he's not capable of this when he's capable of doing anything i mean if he wanted to like I, I was trying to think of something real fancy, but if he wanted something to happen in this room tonight, he could make it happen, whether or not, you know, we knew it was coming or not. I mean, if he if he wanted to stick, you know, the world's, you know, largest mouse in here, he could do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying. If Mickey Mouse showed up, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like, he's capable of all of that. Sure. And. You know, but we try to put him in this thing where it's like, well, God's this way or God's that way. Like, no. There are scriptural things that say, yes, God is this way and God is that way. But at the same time, God is so much more. And, it, and even when we talk about, like, temptation and stuff like that, like, in these things, God, God allows things to happen to us, but God doesn't do things to us that are bad. And so... You know, it's to try to do that, and yeah, you're right. To try to put him, we we always want him in this box, and it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, in in that same book that I'm reading, it and and this will this will be a paraphrase, obviously, because I'm not gonna read you the whole chapter. But it, it talked about how this this couple was married, and they prayed for years and years and years to have a child, and you know they had several failed pregnancies and. Uh, they had almost given up hope, and then out of out of nowhere, really, uh, she she bore a son, and they were ecstatic. You know, they were thrilled to death because they realized that their prayers had finally been answered. But they kept pursuing this greater life that they truly believed God had in store for them, and they believed that another piece of that greatness was an additional child. Well, they went down the same journey and had you know, more failed pregnancies and things of that nature. So the husband went on a mission trip to Africa, and he said on his way out of the village that they were staying in, he saw a little boy, probably 18 months old, sitting there on the ground with his hands cupped, begging for money. And it just shattered his heart because, for one, it's, it's a starving child, but it was also a fatherless child. And he said he knew in his mind and in his, in his heart that child needed a father. So he came back home, got back stateside, talked to his wife and said, hey, I, I really think that we're supposed to adopt a child. Well, in his mind and in his heart, he thought it was that child, but it wasn't. So they go through all these stages and uh, jump all these hurdles and hoops to be eligible to adopt a child and you know, doors closed, doors closed. 
they weren't able to adopt internationally, so then they started focusing, you know, here again, stateside, nationally, and they waited like two years maybe, and then finally they got a call that a birth mother was having a child, and she was going to essentially forfeit the child after delivery in the hospital. So this man and his wife meet the mother in the hospital. She has the baby. They take the baby home. And the mother, the biological mother, stays in the hospital to recover. They get the baby home. They introduce him, the baby, to their biological son, who was going to be the big brother. They had the nursery set up, all of these things. And then within three days, they get a phone call from the birth mom saying, hey, can, can I see the baby? And they had already decided that they were going to be cordial and they were going to be friendly and they were going to do all those things for everyone's sake. Well, they get to her house and she wanted the baby back. And by North Carolina state law, she had a grace period of seven days to be able to do that. So she took possession of the child again and they were crushed, absolutely devastated because, you know, they had already reconciled this in their mind. They had already introduced the baby to family and, you know, put the nursery together. So anyway, um, just absolutely devastated. But one part of the book that really stood out to me was it was Easter Sunday and they stood in church together worshiping as a family. And then within like a week, they get another phone call from another mother and this time you know the the adoption did go through the the same i guess conditions and stipulations stood so they maintained contact with the birth mom but they got to raise the child as as parents and you know they were able to finally live into the the call that they knew god had on their life it just wasn't in their time and they went through things that they probably preferred they wouldn't have had to go through but it was all part of that growth process that they had to go through in order to grow them and, and I think you know in a, in a much I guess easier and lighter way that may be kind of what we've been going through you know we've we've gone through some some I won't even say hardships but we've gone through some yeah. obstacles but it has grown us and it has put us where we are now and um, I think the takeaway is as long as we keep our eyes on God as long as we focus on him as long as we follow him as long as we submit to his will and direction as long as we lean not on our own understanding and in all of our ways acknowledge him and allow him to direct our paths we will get to the place and the point where he intended us to be the whole entire time yeah, I, I completely agree. And as you were talking about that... Um, yeah, that was a ton of talking. That was a ton of talking. You, you kind of rambled. No, I'm just <laughs> um, but as you were talking about that, the, the thing that kind of stood out to me in that story and kind of my in my thought process listening to it was the the original child for adoption. The, the birth mother came back after three days or whatever the amount of time was and wanted the child back in their own story and and I'm sure it 
I don't I don't know if the book continues on about what happened with the original child. No, but, it doesn't. But in their story, you know, like you're getting to see their side. But what I caught in that is we see this birth mother who thinks that she doesn't want this child, and then because of their ability to be there, and because of that, all of a sudden she realizes, wait, you know, I, I really do want this child. And, and so she reaches back out. And so sometimes we're, we're meant to be pieces like that, where it's like we're just there to hold for whatever reason, even if it's a short amount of time, just three days, for somebody else to grow. And it also takes me back to the story of, of you know, Abraham and Sarah. You know, they Abraham promised to be the father of a great nation, and there's supposed to be a child. And then all of a sudden they try to do it their own way with Hagar. And then we see what happens there. You know, and so sometimes it's that way where that path, that choice, whatever it was, wasn't the right one. You know, and so you need to get back on, on the right path. And there eventually Sarah has um, Isaac and we, we, we go forth from there. And But we, we see that Isaac is that chosen path it's it's the chosen son by God and so with us I'm not saying that we made a wrong decision by any means um but you know it it might not have been we might not have been headed down the right path yeah for sure and um so yeah I think the big takeaway there is like like you said you know that we should be continuing to strive to walk next to God and be closer to God and and just be willing to step through the door when the door does open and it's the right door to take that step and not try to just be a bulldozer, you know, pushing our own doors open because it's God will stop you one way or the other and he will allow things to happen one way or the other to get you where you're supposed to be. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that's that's where we're, we're at and that's, that's probably a, a pretty good stopping point for us, you know, our heartbeat is as as pastors, we do want to be able to nurture people and guide people and care for people really, really well. And if that means that we can take a couple of hours or however long it takes to to record a couple of podcasts so that you can benefit from our experiences or our conversations or our thoughts or, or any of those things. If we can do those things so that anyone that listens can have a closer walk with Christ, like that's what it's all about. So as we do move forward with with the podcast, just know that that's that's what you're going to be hearing. That's the kind of stuff that you're going to be listening to. We just hope that that you will, will be able to benefit from, I guess, our thoughts and our wisdom or lack thereof and you know even even enjoy some of our stories and jokes and uh funny things um so we do appreciate you guys listening to us we do appreciate you guys tuning in uh we do commit to posting regularly moving forward and we'll look forward to talking with you guys again here soon uh just uh fit it, or i guess add to that be sure to like, subscribe, whatever. Um, we didn't do a very good job of posting on Facebook, but 
follow us on Facebook. Uh, that that'll kind of keep you up to date with some of the stuff that's going on. Um, and uh, we we look forward to continuing on in this process. I guess. Until next time.